welcome to Even Feel, the sports podcast that puts women first. I'm Eileen. And I'm Josie. And we fully intended to do this podcast earlier this week, uh, but the weather did not allow for that. Um, in fact, I think, Eileen, you spent a good portion of the day taking cold weather photos. Yes. So, you know, the goal was to take some snowy feature photos, which, you know, you know, I don't want it to snow too terribly much, but like, you know, enough snow so that it's a good snow feature. Well, um, unfortunately, you know, when I went out, I thought it was going to be really snowy. They, they kept saying like rush hour is going to be really rough and snowy. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get people commuting in the snow. It's going to be great. Or maybe someone's sledding or shoveling. Well, unfortunately, when I went out, it was a wintry mix and more on the rain side. <laughs> I got pretty, yeah, like soaked by the rain, um, unfortunately, instead of it wasn't like a nice snowfall. It was more, no. <laughs> it was more my, of a... <laughs> my whole driveway is just a block of ice. <laughs> yeah. It was unpleasant. <laughs> Not not the best for uh, beautiful snowy feature photos. So. <laughs> well, I'm very sorry that didn't happen. Um, however, we're here to talk about some uh, big news that happened, uh, Nebraska volleyball-wise anyway. Um, Whitney Lowenstein um, has left the program. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an AVC all-region uh so it's kind of a big loss for him, but yeah. she has a pretty good reason for why she's heading out. Um, right. I'm just going to read briefly from her uh, Twitter post because don't want to mess it up at all. But she said, um, I'm coming on here to clear the confusion and rumors that you may have heard about the, my status on the volleyball team. With that being said, I have thought long and hard about my decision and took holidays with my family to clear my mind, and I've decided to step away from call it from the volleyball team to focus on myself and be with my family and continue to heal due to the passing of my dad. So obviously, that is um, a pretty reasonable reason uh, to be leaving the team. Right, yeah, and I think everyone's going to be very understanding of, of that, and I think it's pretty mature of her to you know know that it takes a big commitment to play, you know, in such a competitive college volleyball team. And yeah. so, you know, I think she just, I think that's really, really good of her just to say like, hey, I, I need family time. I need to step away. Yeah, I agree. Um, it definitely looked like the Husker fan base is totally behind her, mm-hmm. wants her to heal. Um, I didn't see a single negative comment on there, which is just like fantastic. You it always is like terrible when you see them right on posts like that. right yeah i would hope not but again it's twitter so but, yeah, but it's twitter um uh, i will say that even john cook it sounds like the team as well as behind her um in a release he said we fully support whitney and her family in making this decision and hope she will find peace and healing there are bigger things than bigger things in life than volleyball um he also continued to say she will always be a husker so very nice comments from him so Um, definitely obviously it seems like she has the support of the team mm -hmm. and the fans and her teammates uh definitely um i will say it is a bit of a loss for them she uh had a team high 28 aces this season Mm -hmm. um and that's on a husker team that at times really struggled with serving yeah so that's uh kind of a big loss for them um she also led the team in points that's not kills but points Mm -hmm. um so she had a big year this year, she, I think. She definitely had a big year. Um, it does seem like they potentially 
knew like the coaching staff knew that this was mm-hmm. going to happen um, because they added uh, Florida transfer Merritt Beeson, who plays the same position, mm-hmm. outside hitter. Um, but honestly, I mean, no one can doubt John Cook's recruiting ability. Right. He, um, yeah. They definitely have uh, just returning. They have uh, Lindsey Krause, Allie Baton, Horace, and Hayden Kubik, who are all perfectly capable. Right. Of, exactly. Really, really good outside hitters. Yep. And then you have uh, Beeson coming in. Um, and then you also have uh, freshman Harper Murray coming in, who just won National Gatorade Player of the Year in volleyball. Um, she's from Michigan. She had just a massive senior season at Skyline High School there. Um, 726 kills. Wow. 86 aces. Whew. 409 digs. Um, so she's obviously a big get for them. Right. Um, she's definitely going to help fill that gap. Um, right. But obviously we're wishing the best for Yeah, Whitney. for Whitney. For sure. Um, but perhaps <laughs> in better news, <laughs> yeah. we have kind of a weird... I don't... Coincidence? Coincidence? I guess you could call it a coincidence. (laughs) So both Creighton and Nebraska uh, women's basketball teams have top 25 matchups this week. Uh, Both are at home, um, and both are against teams that they have already beaten this season. Um, So, uh, but before we get into that, we need to recap uh, the Ohio State game in particular uh, for Nebraska. So if you want to take that away because you were actually there i was there i witnessed it um so at that point ohio state was number three now they're number two uh, in the rankings but um you know it was again there were parts of it that were so close like in in the third quarter there was a point where the, the nebraska was only behind by three points and you know the crowd was getting into it they had a big crowd they had a good turnout um and Sam Hybe had a great game. Um, and I think Alexis Markowski did too. She had a little bit of trouble because the uh, 6'4", Rebecca Mikalasakova. Mikalasakova. <laughs> there you go. Much better. That's my attempt. <laughs> she, she, Rebecca, <laughs> she had 25 points. And she is very tall. And um, she was given Alexis some trouble a lot of the game, but she wasn't only good at scoring points in the paint. She was good from the three, or sorry, the th- she was scored three out of four three pointers for them too. So she she was a big factor in their win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Ohio just has really good defense. Um, and so part of the reason that I think Nebraska ended up losing, I mean, and Sam and Alexis talked about this in the press conference, they had a very slow start. And Amy Williams admitted that as well, you know. So I think if they had a, a faster start, you know, they would have probably either won or, or come really close to winning that game. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really hard, I think, to overcome a over two minute drought to start a game yeah um and i think it definitely just i mean it set them back point wise um so and time wise right honestly, exactly they, 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 go ahead no no it's just kind of like they dug themselves into a hole you yes, know that's the phrase I was looking yeah for. <laughs> not fine yeah. because i mean their third quarter they were coming out but like you can only get so many runs you know to catch up yeah. and then overcome so and you can't expect ohio state to mess up a ton <laughs> so or slow down or even. slow down yeah exactly but you know when they, 
in the third quarter when Nebraska was getting really close, you know, within range of them. Uh, you know, I love watching the bench because, again, they're one of my favorite teams to photograph because the Kendalls, Kendall, Kendall Col- Coley and Kendall uh, Moriarty are just always hamming it up and going nuts. <laughs> so they were quite entertaining. But again, uh, Alexis Markowski said after the game, the story goes that if we don't start well, it usually ends in a loss. And I believe you have a quote from Sam as well. Yeah, Sam Hybe also said something really similar. Um, she led the Huskers with 16 points in the game, um, but then went on to say, uh, we played three really uh, three quarters of really good basketball and hung with the number three team in the country. So it's just important for us to get off to better starts. And honestly, I that, yes, is absolutely key for them right. going forward. <laughs> I mean, again, because they're right there with these top teams. It's just the starts that they have to to do better on because honestly I think they're right there you know they're a good team and I think if they're just consistent um something else I wanted to know uh Sam Hybe she had 16 points I believe in the Ohio State game um and so I feel like she's getting back after her injury to like the player she was um because again in the next game in the Purdue game which they won Sam did and uh, did really well as well. So yeah, she finished with uh, 14 points um, and also three steals. So definitely, right. definitely key in that game. Um, maybe she, not quite as much as Alexis Markowski. Right. In that game. Um, <laughs> Do you want to talk about how she uh, turned it up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, just a brief recap of the game, and it was at Purdue, which is worth noting because it's another road win for the Huskers. Right. Um, it's close first half um the Huskers lost it a little bit in the third I guess is the best way to phrase it um Mm -hmm. and then they rallied in the fourth and a big part of that is because um Alexis Markowski scored 19 in the entire game scored 11 in the fourth (laughs) quarter oh my gosh yeah so she was just on fire um She's definitely, I would honestly say, the reason they won that game. Mm-hmm. I think you've mentioned that you really think she just was like, I, <laughs> after the Ohio State game, I do not, she did not want to go in a post game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because she, I, I mean, I've, <laughs> I feel like I record her in a lot of post game pressers, and she's probably tired of explaining why they keep losing. So I, yeah, I kind of feel like she went in and was probably like, I am not gonna have to explain why we lost again and she so she willed them to win and she she made it happen um and I think that's another thing they have I'm sure the whole team is just tired of losing these really close games against really good opponents because they're like we're right there we just have to finish it finish it and also start Start it it. (laughs) start and finish start it's probably key Um, they've had some struggle behind the three-point line as well um that's kind of up and down Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean that was just a kind of like a, a well put together fourth quarter effort. Right. Um, also, Maddie Kroll coming off the bench. Uh, she'd started the last seven or eleven, excuse me, games. Um, was on the bench due to I think Amy. I think was, she was feeling sick or yeah, is had an illness. Missed, uh, missed a practice earlier. Yep, yeah, yeah, an of illness. Comes sick. off the bench, fires off fifteen points. There you go. Um, so definitely another key player in that. Um, but definitely, I think overcoming slow starts is... Yeah, that's the main key with them right now, I think. Yeah, um, and I think that will be really important when they take on Maryland on Sunday. Um, Maryland is ranked number 11 currently, and as we said before, 
the Huskers have technically already, well, not technically, they have. They, they, <laughs> yeah. they did beat them. Beat them on the road. Beat them on the road at Maryland. When they were ranked, right? Yeah, they were ranked. Um, and yeah. Maryland is still ranked. They're number 11, I believe. Yeah, they're number 11. Um, they opened up conference play with a win over them, honestly. Um, so be so really, it'd be really good um, to beat them again. Yeah, um, but they I have would, their home crowd. I'm, yeah, they have home crowd, but I bet Maryland is really – uh, looking for revenge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they are. Um, another big uh, reason they won that game was because Jazz Shelley just was incredible in mm-hmm. that game. She finished with 29 points. Um, she seems to have been struggling lately. Yeah, she's been really quiet these last couple games. And, you know, Ohio, the Ohio game, she she was covered pretty well on defense. Like, she really didn't have... They didn't give her much, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say. And so maybe that's why other players kind of stepped, stepped up. Um, but she didn't, she didn't do that many, scored that many points in Purdue either, right? No. Uh, so if you look at the last two games um, against Purdue, she was four for four um, from the three, uh, from the free throw line, excuse me. Um, but for field goals, she was 0 for three mm. um, and 0 for two from behind the arc. And that's oh. not usually like her, really. No. She's pretty consistent. I mean, she's being that. defended pretty well, but mm-hmm. I think maybe she's having trouble shaking off defenders. Yeah. Possibly. Um, she, against Maryland, that's going to be just uh, crucial. Uh, Sam Hybe also. Keep needs, being consistent. Be <laughs> consistently her. Alexis Markowski, Maddie Kroll, they all, both, they all have to have yeah. big games. Um, but, yeah, so they're going to take on Maryland. It's super key to – defend uh Cheyenne Seller and Diamond Miller um their two top scorers they were on fire against Wisconsin this week so that will be crucial um but they are not the only top that is not the only top 25 matchup this uh, yes week gotta look at Creighton which you are actually photographing yeah tonight. I'm excited tonight they have a game Against number 22. <laughs> Do you like how I'm announcing this? <laughs> yes. Villanova. Um, so last time they beat them on the road. And now they're at Sokol. Home crowd again. Same with Nebraska. They get their home crowd. And this, we, we're speculating. We don't know. But this win, if they win against Villanova, could get them back in the rankings maybe? Possibly. Um, I could see it going a couple ways. One that Creighton would come back into the rankings maybe at like 24, 25. I'm a Nova dropping out or being like one spot lower. Um, I also could see it being that Villanova just drops out. Yeah. And just receiving votes. Um, Fair. All possible. Right. <laughs> but either way, Creighton is on a three game winning streak. So I'm, I'm feeling like they're probably feeling pretty good about this. Probably feel pretty good coming off a win over Butler. We don't. Really need to talk much about that win because we kind of expected that to happen. <laughs> right. Um, no offense to Butler by any means, um, but yeah, we definitely expected Creighton to win that, and right. they pretty handily did. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, as long as they have a good game and they they shoot like they know how to shoot, because <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's not have a horrible flashback of the UConn game. <laughs> I have told you, you need to purge the UConn game from your memory. I don't know how you're going to do it. It's very hard. It's very hard because I just, I just have in my, in my mind's eye, just like um, Morgan Molly, just like, just like 
missing shooting it just like yeah just like shooting from the three just rim boom like just falling out and i'm like no please no (laughs) (laughs) well yes i believe uh creighton definitely this game not the one to have a shooting issue yes (laughs) you your shooting needs to be on point tonight right Um, they also they started off really slow against butler um it didn't matter so much in that game it will absolutely matter in this one they have to put together a whole game because i mean villanova like we said is ranked they're a really good team and i'm sure similar to maryland they probably are looking for some revenge they are i can pretty much guarantee that (laughs) they are coming to omaha going we absolutely need to make up for what happened yeah again yeah and then Um, villanova has the ncaa scoring leader um, in Maddie Seagrass, and she scores an average of 28.9 points per game. So she is quite impressive. <laughs> yes, and they definitely need to put someone on her, but I would honestly make the argument that, like, she's going to score regardless right, of what you right. do. Um, so you need to be defending the whole team, not just her. Right. Um, because if she I, she scored 25 against Creighton earlier this season, she scores 25 again. That's not going to win the game. Right. You can't you can't win with 25, 28 points, yeah. you know. So if she's the only one scoring, Creighton yeah. will win. <laughs> Creighton, Creighton should win. Um, that being said, you should absolutely be guarding her. Right. Right. Don't don't let her just <laughs> don't, go. Don't the slack. <laughs> they can't slack off there. They, they, right. they need to be on her. They need to like, you know. Yeah. Rest. And as long as they keep up, like I think I believe last podcast we talked about their communication has improved so i think as long as they keep that up especially with you know a good team like villanova you want to make sure you're communicating and you're on your players um so yeah find a good rhythm so honestly here's what they need to do they need to play really good basketball (laughs) they need to shoot well they need to defend well i mean basics Uh, right (laughs) and they need to not start off slow so what you would say ahead of basically every you know i think we could give a pregame talk to both nebraska and creighton just get them ready for the game it would almost be (laughs) the the same same. thing (laughs) play good offense play good defense don't start out slow and finish the game all right you guys got it you got this (laughs) but seriously both teams need to not start off slow yeah i mean i feel like that's the theme yeah um, but yeah, um, well, we should probably close this out, um, but we don't want to forget about high school. Um, so we were correct. Millard South is the new number one. Yay for Millard South. Bellevue West dropped down to number two. Um, and I believe you actually were at the Millard South game last night. I was. And watching them uh, be pretty dominant in a win over Millard West. Yes. So... Man, I just keep photographing Millard South, but they seem to be the girls' team to beat um, this year because they are they are good. They are really good. No, they have, they have three really good players. <laughs> yes, yes, they have three really dominant and skilled players in Chloe Lemon, Maya Babbitt, and Cora Olson. Um, Maya Babbitt had a game against Millard West. She scored. I feel like I just kept hearing her name over and over. Maya Babbitt. Maya Babbitt. It's because she scored 26 points. 26 points. Um, yes. She was so good. And I I mean, just this season, I've like kind of known her as like a, a three-point shooter. She's just really good at the three-point line. And I feel like 
she almost always gets all of them in. But even this game, she was doing she, layups, you know, free throws, three-pointers. She did everything. Um, and I believe she's committed to Kent State, so. Signed with them. <laughs> that'll be a good get for them. Um, but again, Millard West, like, they're a good team. You know, they're not a pushover team. No, not by any means. They're they're a top 10 team for us. I think they're coming. They are coming in at number nine. Yeah. And uh, again, they, they it was close during the half. Like, you know, they were making a game out of it. But in the third, um, Millard South just kind of pushed him around a <laughs> little bit a little bit uh for those that weren't at the game uh in that quarter uh millard south scored 15 and millard west two yes so yeah that was you know so i believe millard south i mean they had quite a few uh steals they definitely are very good at stealing the ball and being pretty aggressive on defense and something that they do that I've noticed. Um, so, you know, maybe one of them kind of steals the ball and then one girl just takes off running and she's like at half court and the other girl just like launches the ball like a quarterback, you know, football throw, just like deep end zone. <laughs> like she just throws the ball. She goes easy layup like that happened multiple times in that game. And I saw it happen in even the Bellevue West game. So. I mean, I feel like they, they know what they're going to do when they steal the ball. They're like, all right, <laughs> someone just goes and they <laughs> launch it, which is quite entertaining to watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we should probably wrap this up. Um, but thank you for turning in for this week's podcast. If you're listening on Omaha.com, don't forget you can find us basically anywhere where you get a podcast. Um, so until next week, I'm Josie. I'm Eileen. Thanks. Bye. Bye.